I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Whispering Woods podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And today we are on episode number 15. Mm. Yeah, and what's the episode about? Haunted houses. Yeah, and it's also, I did it again, yeah, and it's also Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to all those who celebrate. Right. First of all, we have a shout out. You're going to do this one, Toby. Okay. Shout out to Sorsha and Fig the Mini Schnauzer. And yes, we will definitely do an episode on haunted dolls. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for your message. And also, I'd like to say that Sortia, I hope we do pronounce that correctly. She's only five and a half. How sweet. Um, she listens to episodes with her mum in the kitchen while they're cutting carrots and making dinner. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a review to read. And this is from Missing Pages. What a wonderful podcast. Creepy stories and folklore narrated by a lovely and a bit creepy mum to a sweet and spooky son. Oh, that's really sweet. Thank you so much for taking the time to write the review. I keep saying it, I know, but they really do mean a lot and they keep us going with the podcast. So thank you very much. Thank you. Right. So are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. This is the first time I'm posting anything online about this. I'm a 31-year-old woman, married, and recently moved back in with my parents due to moving back to the town I grew up. My husband and I are taking our time looking for our own place, due to wanting something nice in the area, and that is usually hard to find. This story takes place in my parents' house, starting back 10 years ago. A description of the house for a bit of context. It's a two-storey brick stone house in city limits. 
but still surrounded by nothing but woods. You have to go through a garage that leads into the kitchen, with the first bedroom to your left. Past the kitchen is the main living room, and to the right is the hall that is very open. In this area, you will find the main dining room and second living area, but if you continue straight, you will see the staircase to your left, and even further straight is my parents' bedroom and the bathroom. Going up the stairs, you will come to the third living area. Yes, this is a huge house, with two sets of French doors side by side that lead to the outside balcony. Going straight, there's a sharp left that leads you to the other three bedrooms and two bathrooms. This is where the story takes place. The first time I stepped foot into this house, it immediately felt off, like something just wasn't right. I felt a presence, but I didn't know what or who it was. I brushed it off, thinking I was just reading too much into it. I continued to feel this for the next couple of years, and because of this, I didn't much enjoy visiting them. My parents liked to gamble a lot back then, so they would ask me to babysit my baby brother and sister one day on the weekend. My boyfriend, now husband, loved them so he would always babysit with me. The first few times, I really didn't pay attention to the feeling I would get because we would be busy playing or eating with the kids. After that, things kind of chilled out and we would end up watching movies until it was time for us to go to bed. Now, my husband is a freak of nature. It's like he falls asleep the second his eyes are closed. Me, on the other hand, it takes me forever to get comfortable enough to wind down my mind. I also don't sleep well, even when I do finally get to sleep. This night was the first time I saw and heard something in this brand new house. In this room, the bed is facing the doorway, but not directly in front of it. With the double doors open, you can see the front of the staircase and all the way down the hallway as long as the light is on, that is. This night, only one of the hallway lights were on. I was laying in bed with the TV on, but the volume down low, so I could hear if one of the kids called me. I was almost asleep when I heard one of my siblings coming down the stairs. I open my eyes a bit and wait for them to get to the bottom, but they never do. I don't think anything of it, close my eyes and begin to drift off again. A few minutes later, I hear it again, so I open my eyes and wait, but again they never get to the bottom. This time, I sit up and listen, a bit spooked, but nothing I cannot handle. I get a bit nervous, but still I go and check to see if they are there, and maybe they're scared to come all the way down or something. No one is there. Confused and thinking I must be dreaming it up, I go back to bed, this time placing one of the double doors. It was a few hours later, around 2.30am, when I feel like someone is very near me, as if they are standing next to the bed right in front of me. Usually, when I open my eyes, I would see the green glow of the alarm clock on the bedside table. But this time, I saw nothing. It was pitch black 
I couldn't even see the hallway light on and the TV had turned off on its own. I felt like I couldn't move. I was awake now and scared to my bones. I was finally able to call out my husband's name loud enough to wake him. He reached over and turned on the light. And right then, the scared feeling went away and I was able to move. I freaked out and started crying. I couldn't begin to explain to him what had happened because even if I had, he didn't believe in those things. So I told him I was having a nightmare and asked him to go check on the kids. When he came back, he said the kids were fine and got back in bed. With the light on, I was able to fall back to sleep, but it took me forever. The next day, I told my mum about what had happened, and that's when she told me. She had been hearing footsteps on the stairs at night, and even saw someone standing by the door at times. She didn't tell anyone, because she didn't want to scare the kids. This is when she told me what she had done. She wanted to know what was going on in her house, so she went and bought a voice recorder. One day, she decided to use it and went upstairs while everyone was gone. She asked your typical questions of who is here, what do you want and why are you here? And then said, you have passed away and need to go into the light. You are not welcome here. The next day, she decided to leave the recorder in one of the bedrooms upstairs. It was recording for about four hours while she was running errands. I asked if she had checked it, and to my surprise, she said she was too afraid to listen to it alone. I wanted to listen to it. Off we went to the computer and began listening to it after it was uploaded. During the four hours she was gone, you could hear something clicking or tapping. Sounds of a drawer opening and closing, but we weren't for sure. Then we listened to the part where she was asking questions. Now you could hear a sound that resembled a fan or maybe static throughout the whole thing, so some sounds were indistinguishable. But the one sound we did hear chilled us to the core. When she asked, what do you want, it gave us an answer. I'm changing my brother's name for this. The answer was, Jamie. It didn't answer any other questions except for that one. I cried immediately. He wasn't having night terrors for no reason. Something was there for him every night. We soon asked a friend to cleanse the house. For a long time, everything has been okay. My brother stopped having night terrors. My mum was able to sleep comfortably and all was good again. Until now. I've been living in the house for a month and a half. For the last three weeks, I've been seeing things everywhere, especially when I'm alone. Because of this, I won't stay alone anymore. I get this strong feeling of being watched, and I had the feeling of someone pulling on my blanket at night. I think it's time for another cleanse. Oh, and just for your information... I am the third generation on my mother's side of the family that is able to see spirits. My dad's side of the family has, in the past, before I was born, practiced black magic. I don't like speaking to them and I won't dabble in any of that spiritual stuff most people do. I stay as far away from it as possible and I recommend you do too. Even if you are careful, 
these spirits can haunt for a long time, even after you are gone. Do you know what EVP is? No, what is it? Electric voice phenomena. So people make recordings, um, ask questions, and then listen back. Yeah. We've used one. Yeah, that's EVP. Yeah. Um, We had an experience, actually, when we all went on a big ghost hunt. Can you remember? Yeah, in the woods. In the woods. Um, We were at this place where purportedly you can hear a hunting whistle now i didn't really know what a hunting whistle was um but i did find out we'd previously been up to the same place me and rog and we heard it it's really uncanny um so we all went up a big group first it was just before last halloween wasn't it Mm. Um, so we're, we were allowed out. <laughs> nah, not just before last Halloween. On it? Nah, it was one like. Uh, oh, the one before. before. Yeah, sorry, that's what I yeah, meant. I didn't go with you much. No, you, you. But we all went in the big group, didn't we? Yeah, when Auntie Becky came and Maisie and oh, Maisie yeah. and <laughs> and Molly and um, yeah, we heard it again, didn't we? Mm. On, we did some. And we heard horns as well. Yeah, but I think they were. I think Auntie Becky. Yeah, Auntie Becky got scared and she thought they were like some one of they because there were there were stories about it, the place in it because they it was like olden times. There was a lot of stories mm-hmm. and there I wasn't somebody like like a horseman and he's mm. a half horse or something and mm. then apparently he blew a horn or something. Supposedly people see a headless horseman there. Yeah. Um, and he blows a hunting whistle and we did hear something that sounded like a hunting whistle but when I went up with Rod and obviously because it was just me and him um, it it was it really frightened me because we walked past this certain bush and I, I was like what's that noise and Rod said that's a hunting whistle and because I got hurt, I didn't know what to expect, and it was just really strange. And I, I got really quite freaked out. And what is that woods called again? Um, Priors. I can't quite remember, but I will research it and put a link in the podcast description for people to have a look. Getting back to EVP, imagine that you heard it saying. That it was after your bro- your brother or something, your sister. I say, what's he done? <laughs> it's horrible. I'd what's be gone. He done with the spirits. Mm. <laughs> I'd be I'd be moving. <laughs> I'd be out of here. But it does remind me of actually talking about brothers and sisters and siblings. I told you this the other day, but I'm going to say it again. One night, I Auntie Becky had to share a room with me whilst her bedroom was being decorated. And in my sleep, I apparently sat bolt upright in my bed, looked at her and said, I'm going to kill you. And then led <laughs> down again. <laughs> and she slept with one eye open <laughs> for the rest of the time that she shared the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And I was still asleep as well. <laughs> I didn't remember anything about it, but yeah, she certainly does. <laughs> Right, are you ready for the second story? Now, we've only got two today, so this is the final story. Yes, I am. This happened in 2011, when I was seven. 
I'm a girl, now 14, and I just talked to my mother about this incident and decided to share it. So, I lived with my grandmother, father, mother, and two dogs quite far from any town. The house was big, so I usually play hide-and-seek with my mum a lot. I don't remember which month it was, so my mum filled me in on this. She said it was October during the holidays. This one particular day, my dad was out driving my grandma to the hospital and she had an appointment with the doctor, so I was left alone with my mum. After several rounds of hide-and-seek and watching a movie with my mum, it began to get dark outside and my dad still wasn't home. I've always been scared of potential home invasions, so I was paranoid all day because my dad wasn't with us. He made me feel very safe. Me and my mum decided to play Monopoly. Fast forward an hour. When I was seven, I thought I was very sly, so I kept stealing money from my mum's stash. Now that I look back, she was probably pretending not to see. As I was taking a $50 bill from her Monopoly cash, she said... The power would soon go out. This left me completely puzzled, as I had no idea how she'd know this. But sure enough, it went out about 15 minutes later, and I started to panic. Because as most little kids are, I'm scared of the dark. I later found out there was a power outage in my area because of a storm, and my mum was notified of it. She handed me this Nokia phone and let me play my favourite game on it which at the time was doom. She told me to go hide under the bed sheets if I'm scared and that she'll be back soon. I asked where she's going, but she didn't answer. As she head out the room, she locked the door. I laid under the sheets, killing some monsters on the game for what felt like hours but was probably only five minutes. Footsteps were heard in the kitchen, which was next to the room I was in so I took the sheets off my head and yelled out, Mum! Glad that she's back, because I was really scared, but no answer was heard. The footsteps didn't stop, so I yelled again, Mum, can you come, please? Mum, can you please come? I'm scared. After I said that, the footsteps stopped completely. I got a sudden rush of adrenaline so I held tight onto the phone and dashed out of the room to the kitchen, which was empty. I was left puzzled, but didn't wait for long, as I ran to the door and locked it as there's keys on the inside too, and ran to the corridor. Alright, so the corridor has four doors on the right side, one at the very back, which I was never allowed to go in. I later learned that the room was where my great-grandma died, and no one touched it ever since. It also had stairs next to it, leading to the second floor, and one at the front, which led to the outside. The fourth door I came through was the closest to the outside door, so I quickly opened the outside door, ready to run out, but the rush of adrenaline was gone, and I got scared of the outside too. It was very dark, and I was barely able to see. My only choices were, one, go back to the room I came from, two, scream for my mother. I chose number two and started screaming for mum over and over again. 
I guess I wasn't loud enough because there were no replies. I remember starting to sweat and panic, different scenarios playing through my little head. Scenarios like a murderer killing my mum and coming for me next, or my mum leaving me forever. I know, stupid, but I was only seven after all. I remember looking down at my feet and beginning to cry. More footsteps were heard, but this time behind me. I looked behind and saw a silhouette of a tall person. I'm assuming it's a male due to the body build. At the end of the hallway, standing in front of the door. I can't recall what he looked like because it was all black. I stared at him for about 15 seconds in pure terror. This got my adrenaline pumping again and I ran out of the door, towards the outside toilet, only to be greeted by my mother who looked worried as hell. After I told her what had happened through uncontrollable sobs, my dad was in the driveway already parking his car. My granny was left at the hospital for some treatment. He searched the house, but no one was found, so my mum told me it was just my imagination. But I know what I saw and heard. Fast forward three more years. I live in another house, and I randomly remembered about this incident and talked to my mum about it. She seemed quite hesitant about telling me this, but at the end I convinced her to tell me. What she said gave me chills. Apparently, when I was four, I started to sit at one particular corner in the kitchen and laugh like crazy. My mum asked me what was so funny, and every time I'd point to the same corner, but never told her why it was funny. After a few months, the random giggles I let out when staring at the corner didn't stop. What made my mum lose it was the fact that I started speaking random German words that I'd never heard before. We have no relatives that are German or can speak German, and I wasn't introduced to technology at that age either. My mother knew it's German because she can actually speak a little, but never spoke it. She bribed me with candy to tell her how I learned to say the following words in German. It, help, chocolate, shower and more. My response completely shocked her. I pointed to the same corner again and said, he taught me how. My mum kept her cool though. She asked me who I was talking about and I said, the man who likes to make me laugh. My mum asked me what he looked like, but I only said he looks like a shadow and that he's from Germany. When she asked where the man lived, I pointed to the second floor. It's all made sense because I always hated the second floor and never went up there because I felt like I was being watched. My parents took it upon themselves to Google the history of the house and sure enough, it was built by Germans. I don't remember any of this, but my mum kept on reassuring me it happened. My father says he remembers it too, but decided not to tell me until now. I talked to the German man in the corner up until five years of age. I'm pretty sure you can put two and two together, but if not, the man I saw when I was seven was the same man I talked to when I was four. Every time I go back to visit my grandma, I always feel uneasy. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Whoa. Mm, interesting, isn't it? Mm. That she could speak German, having not been taught it, and say certain certain words. That is freaky. Kids can see ghosts, though, yeah. can't they? Some, people, some of them had, like, pass on. Mm. Like, like, imagine, imagine you have a new baby. They stand up in front of you and speak foreign language. Like. Yeah. Well, there are cases of children knowing all about past lives, aren't there? Yeah. As they get older, it kind of fades off. Um, mm. We will cover that in Apparently, that's how, like, you have deja vu or not. Could be. When I was little, about three, apparently I saw ghosts. Have I ever told you about this? Nah, I don't think so. Right, well, apparently I was sat down looking... I sat down on the floor and I looked up at the sky and I described seeing Roman chariots and, um, like, fighting and blood everywhere. Mm. And obviously I was three... So I didn't really know anything about Roman chariots. Um, but I relayed it to Nanny and uh, they figured out what I was talking about in the sense of it was Romans. But yeah, how creepy is that? And I can re- just really vaguely remember it. But yeah, they were going across the sky. How do you explain that? Yeah. I'll explain it. Kids are freaky. It's like they, their mind is still open, isn't it, really? Yeah. You know, because it hasn't really been tainted by doubt and um, all the rest of this, all the rest of the things that our brains get tainted with as we turn into adults. We're just more open and receptive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, um, we were staying at a friend's house. And his house was apparently haunted. And he had a cellar, which in the UK, they're not actually that common, are they, cellars? No. Like a basement. But the way you got to it was um, down a, basically like a, a door that you pulled up on the floor. And then it had steps down. And yeah, it was a really old house um, in sort of Brentry. Yeah. On... Well, I'll point it out to you at some some time. And yeah, it was meant to be haunted. Something was meant to be down in the cellar. And whatever it was, it wasn't nice at all. And our friends, so we all slept over there one night um, because his dad was out. We were sort of, I don't know, 15, something like that. 
And um, yeah, we did hear, and he said that in the past the door has sort of flapped open, closed on its own quite rapidly. Mm. And like we heard noises down there, but he might have been just winding us up. <laughs> but we were frightened for sure. Yeah. I'd like to go and stay in a really creepy place, wouldn't you? <gasps> Would you like to have us like go and stay? Yeah, I'll go stay in that. I don't know what it's called. Hotel in America. Oh, right. Which one's like something like Caesar Hotel, isn't it? Oh, I know the one you're on about. Yeah. Where, um. That, le- that lady, like. Eliza. She, she died there and she was in the water fountain on top. Eliza Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of serial killers actually yeah, lived there. Yeah, like there. Richard Rodriguez. That place must have some really dark energy. Yeah. You know? I reckon it has. We've got one quite local, actually, which is the Ancient Ram Inn, and that's meant to be incredibly haunted. Yeah. It's local. I don't know if it's Wiltshire Way, but we will do an episode on that for sure. Yeah. So, oh, there is one time uh, down by Barragurney, though. It wasn't. It wasn't at the hospital. Mm-hmm. It was like in this woods park. So me, uh, Milo, we uh, we um, were walking down there, and we were like, like, cause we were young, we were just like scaring at each other in it, mm-hmm. and so we was like, oh yeah, cause there's this song called uh, Daisy Bell, and then it got scared. We he we got we were scared of it. Daisy Bell. Yeah. What like, is it? Sing it. Daisy, Daisy. Give me your answer. Do it's not meant to be scary, but like TikTok, oh, just, the, just the normal. Yeah, okay. TikTok just made it scary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we he was scared. We were scared of that. And then he was trying to tell me that like Daisy Bell was like a like a person, like a scary like actual person, right? And so <laughs> and we was walking like down, and I kid you not, we we did see like just a random girl like walking in, walking in. She had ginger hair. She looked, she looked a bit like Molly, but like, but it obviously wasn't Molly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she was just walking through the woods just by herself, and like it must have been, it could have been a random person, but it was scary, and we was like, that is weird. What? How old? I don't know. Young or like probably like young, yeah. Well, not Molly's age, but younger or back Molly's age. So, I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Mm, it's not, yeah, it's not really the place that you'd think to see somebody, a girl on her own, yeah. young, walking. I mean, possibly, but I bet it creeped you right out, did it? Yeah. <laughs> did you run? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, but we used, we used to, like, make dens in that, and uh, mm. we, like, we had a den under a bridge on a river, mm-hmm. and, like, that's, like, when we was walking up and we saw it and we was like, nah. <laughs> We had sticks as well, and like we're running off with our sticks. We're like trying to hide. I can imagine. Nah. (laughs) Okay, well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Please leave a a like and follow us and let us know what you want to see. I mean, listen here. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Also, if you've got any true scary stories of your own, please email them over to the Whispering Woods podcast at gmail.com and we will start sharing some on the show. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. 
and we will catch you again on New Year's Day. Goodbye. Take care, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.